0: Welcome, everybody. It's uh, the Family Business Podcast. It's Terry, Sherry, Samory, and Karen. And uh, it's January the 16th, 2022. We're doing episode two here today. And uh, we are literally in our fourth lockdown. Again. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's talk about a little bit about what's going on with the lockdown and how it's affecting us. And I'll go first. So for my business, Stage One Sound, uh, it's basically crippled my business. Let's be honest. Uh, There's no bridal shows. There's no posters, mailers, nothing going out to anybody. Because as far as we know, we're not having any weddings again this year. So until those things change, I'm basically at a standstill. Last year was terrible, but less terrible than the year before. I mean, I got to do six weddings. We'll talk more about that when we're actually spotlighting stage one. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's been terrible so far this year. I know we're only three weeks in or not even three weeks in, and we've been locked down. Um, And things are just looking pretty bleak here. Um, But hopefully they're going to turn around really soon and uh, get the year going.
1: So how many weddings did you normally do in a year?
0: Uh, About 40, plus playing out two other nights a week so
1: right Um, last year you did six weddings six weddings all outdoors all outdoors and I was at none of them with you
0: that's (laughs) because I don't
1: like outdoors
0: (laughs) yeah but we can talk about we'll talk about that a little bit later um how about you how are you affected by it chair
1: Well, things are fine, actually, in the real estate world. The market is very busy. There's still no inventory. Everyone knows that. And that could be multiple separate podcasts. And of course, we're going to cover it as we go through. So business is fine for me. The funnel is full. I'm not going to say, though, that this doesn't suck and that it isn't hard mentally. We've basically been working from home, more or less, for the last two years. I like to go to an office environment. I like to get out of the house and engage with other people. This has been a really long stretch, and I try and be someone who's positive and optimistic and have faith and be hopeful. However, it's getting tiring. So I'm not going to say that I'm not exhausted as well like everybody else about it, but I'm fine. I just would like this to be over like everyone else. Smad, what about you? I
2: got so many things to say. (laughs) Yeah, this lockdown is the first time that it's really affected me. I think in the past I had so much to look forward to and I was really keeping like positive through it all. It was, it was just two weeks and then it was two months and then whatever. And now it's two years later and I'm just tapped out. Um, the gym is like a huge part of my day and a huge part of my life. I was like a CrossFit athlete for three years prior to COVID and used to go to the gym every single day. And, um, even now it was part of my morning routine and gave me a reason to get up in the morning and kickstart my day. And now even just in the last week and a half without it. So yeah, I used to be the type of person who would get up at 5.30 in the morning and go to the gym for two hours. And now I feel like I have no reason to get out of bed in the morning. I'm sleeping until 10. I'm drinking a coffee first thing in the morning to get up and taking melatonin at night to go to sleep. I just like feel completely off and like not myself anymore. It's nothing to look forward to. 21 days could end up being 21 months for all we know. Like I'm just exhausted and I know everyone is, but I, I just, there's really no end in sight anymore. Um, so it's really frustrating. And I was saying as well earlier, it's equally as frustrating watching the world go on without us. Um, Sunday night football, it's a crowded stadium, um, people traveling all over the world, which I know we're allowed to do, but it's, it's really exhausting watching the rest of the world enjoy their life while we're sitting here alone in our house not it being legal to go to the gym or or, or have your friends over yeah or you can't drive past 8 p.m in quebec like it's just it feels dystopian it feels wrong it's it's weird
0: yeah i've said it before it's just like watching a really crappy movie over and over again it's like groundhog day with this terrible movie I mean...
2: Groundhog Day wasn't that good of a movie to begin with, so... Yeah, well, we can debate that at (laughs) another time,
0: but uh, on our movie segment time, I guess. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I got to agree. I mean, I hired a personal trainer. I got a personal trainer at the beginning this year, and I got two sessions in. And then the next one was, hey, you know what, we can text... Oh, fantastic. That's going to help with my weight loss and my like strategy. You were doing
2: so well and like we're on so, so motivated and on a great kick. And yeah. now it's like so, some days I'm like, well, this is going to sound terrible. But like, do, do I ne- even need to eat? Like I didn't do anything to expend any energy. Like yeah. what, I eat one meal a day because I'm sleeping for half the day anyways.
0: Yeah. And I agree with you. I mean, I'm having a tough time. My sleeping schedule's is off. Um, drinking energy drinks in the morning and taking melatonin at night. It's terrible. I mean, yeah, I still work my full-time job, but I feel like it's affecting every other aspect of my life. And I mean, my work is 8, 10 hours a day. There's 14 other hours in that day that are just totally being crushed at this point. It sucks.
1: So agree 100% with all of that. And we are all so blessed and fortunate that we even have our work. So for me, to be honest, work is my sanity. And if I didn't have that, then I probably also (laughs) would be really far worse off than I am now. So we, you know, that's all very real. That's what's happening in the Doherty house. We're bored and we're banging into each other around this house and we're bickering more than we ever used to. And we're not as optimistic and enthusiastic as we like to be, but we get up every single day like a family and we try again. So here we are trying again today, and we're going to take it off of that. So we are going to do a spotlight episode We discussed the fact that each of our episodes in the beginning would spend a little bit more time spotlighting one of our businesses, and today we're going to spotlight Smad's business.
0: Shop Dresser.
1: So we're going to let Terry take the lead for the most part and interview Smad, and then Kieran and I are going to interject with our different perspective questions, and we're going to see where we go from there and learn more about Shop Dresser.
0: Yeah, well, let's start off with just the basics, Smad. I know everybody asks you those, you know, simple Questions, but are, I mean, right off the bat, what is Shopdresser?
2: Um, yeah, Shopdresser is an online retailer that works with a number of universities across Canada to offer students unique and different custom clothing options um, for their on campus experience.
0: I understand you've got your university apparel, but I know Shopdresser's got some really unique brand stuff coming out this year. Let's talk about that because that's really going to be the thing that takes you and I think that's going to propel you into the future.
2: Yeah, Shop Dresser is now designing a line of non-branded custom event merch. So one of my biggest struggles with my business is getting partnerships with the schools. The I have to be fully licensed with the school's agreements contracts all of these things in order to produce merchandise so this year i'm trying to focus more on a direction of things that would be non-branded that anyone could wear at any school so just specific colors for different events and that kind of stuff that would be shop dresser branded um so the first thing i'm doing this year is a saint patty's day collection which i'm very excited about i'm getting my samples in the next couple weeks we're getting things like green and white striped overalls and overall dresses and i've designed some really cool sweaters we're getting baseball caps things that anyone from any school or anyone ever I guess could technically wear oh and rugby sweaters I'm really excited about the rugby sweaters um not to get back on the COVID thing but that is one thing that is A little frustrating is I don't even know if St. Patrick's Day is going to happen. So I'm trying to stay as positive as possible. And remember that I do have a big customer base that is out of the United States. That if I market this in the right way, people could order from anywhere around the world.
0: Yeah, but just so you know, March 17th is still happening. Regardless if they have a parade, a party, or what goes on. Isn't it
1: March 18th you actually care more about?
0: (laughs) Well, it is. That's my birthday, but... (laughs) Uh, you know, let's let's talk about St. Patty's Day. St. Yes. Terry's Day is a little later yeah. in the year. It's it's that's another episode. It's, it's, it's another episode. Basically,
2: still celebrating just an Irishman, though. So. Yeah,
0: St. <laughs> Patrick was an Irish man. Just saying.
2: No, I know. <laughs> Obviously, thank you.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, he was German. St. <laughs> Patrick's Day is a German leprechaun.
0: So yeah, no, that's cool. I mean. Are you going to try and focus on any other uh, holidays this year, or are you just uh, going to take it one holiday at a time?
2: I think one step at a time is probably the right move, uh, especially because I have limited space, so it's not like I can order all of this stock and just – I'm running at a room. I'm bursting at the seams in my current workspace, um, so I definitely need to find somewhere new where I can host all of these things. You should get a good realtor to find you a rental space. Okay. I don't know if you know any. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: I'll let you know of a few. Yeah. Well, this is great. I mean, uh, so l- let's talk about uh, where you started from. So, you know, I mean, you went to university, had nothing to do with this. So you made a huge pivot, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I went to yeah, Pivot. <laughs> yeah, I
1: thought Pivot was on the no list. I went to
2: Brock for sport management. So, something that was completely different out of the realm of what I'm doing now. Um, a lot of it is correlated in similar ways, being that it's event merchandise. I used to go to sporting events and really focus on what I was going to wear because it's a big part of game day, especially in the States um I did an exchange to the University of Florida and the culture there is just absolutely insane with the clothing Don't and a gamers. lot of yeah a lot of what I do now is inspired by that NCAA look that people wear on game day and I really want to bring that same level of pride to Canadian schools because the Canadian education system is amazing and I think we need to be way more proud of Canadian schools than we currently are
0: yeah, absolutely. I think I'd agree with you 100%. What I find really unique about shop dressers, I don't think there's anybody out there that kind of rivals you with regards to the branding and the way you go about it and your packaging and just the care that you, you can actually tell that you take so much pride right from the bag, that the poly bag or what do you want to call Poly-mailer. it? Poly mailer. Poly <laughs> mailer that you put it in. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, so th- I think that's a really cool thing that you do, I mean, right from the bag out or in.
2: I, I mean, I definitely appreciate that. You're probably a little biased, but okay. but I but I'll take it. I do appreciate that, though. No, right now in my market, I am technically the only Canadian provider of multiple university like clothing lines. Oh, so the only comp- my only competition right now is technically the bookstore for anyone because who's looking. Uh, Bookstores are closed? Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Shopdresser.com. Yeah, I should start selling books. But yeah, so right now I'm the only person who sells custom fully branded university merchandise um, all in one spot. So of course you're going to like find stores like even agent 99 downtown has the Queens like licensing deal. They can sell Queens merch, but they're not also selling Laurier or U of T or whoever it is. So that's kind of my niche market um, is that I have multiple licensing deals and it all operates online and is all fully made to order and custom for each student.
0: So one-stop shop it's right yeah. there for you. Yeah. Uh, are you looking to expand that?
2: Yeah, of course. Um, I would love to expand to multiple universities. I always get asked if I'm going to expand to the US, and that's not really what I'm looking to do. There's a number of companies in the US that do similar things to what I am. And I really feel, like I was saying earlier, that Canada holds a unique place in the marketplace, that like we have this insane education system that no one is proud of. Um, so I really want to stay Canadian local and be. For Canadians by Canadians, basically.
0: That's that's great. I mean, uh, what's your plans for 2022? Do you, have you had, I know you've got your St. Patrick's Day apparel that's coming out, but you have a trajectory of where you think you're going to go. Are you going to try and do any pop-up stores um, this year? Or are you just, you're, it's dependent on COVID? Or is...
2: Yeah, it really depends. We're taking it, I would say, month by month, but really day by day press conference by press conference at this point (laughs) um so i don't know we'll see what happens i did some pop-ups at the mansion last year that were really successful and i think i've developed a good relationship with them so i would like to continue doing pop-up shops there i would love to get a permanent store in the future like that would be absolutely incredible to get a store on queen's campus um i recently reached out to the ottawa school so i would love to get like Carlton and U Ottawa and then like a huge goal like imagine if there was like a shop dresser store in the Byward Market that had a number of different like university apparel cuz there's so many queen students as well from the Ottawa region you could really focus in on like the Queens U Ottawa and Carlton market it would just be such like a cool vibe and i i really want to do in a Queen's store tri color slushies which is like completely unrelated but oh, i really want yeah, I just really want to have like a unique store that like people want to come in and enjoy the experience rather than just the clothing. But yeah, I just want it to be I want to host events, I want it to be more than just a t-shirt. Um and that's
1: what well, it's is culture. That's what you Exactly, yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's yeah, so.
0: All right. Well, that's cool.
1: So this is probably a very mom question. Okay. But where do you see yourself and shop dresser in 10 years? I have like so
2: many goals and dreams that I just honestly see myself as a serial entrepreneur. Um, I don't know if shop dresser is something that will last 10 years. I I love it and it's a great business, but I don't see myself in the way I'm currently doing it for any longer than maybe two or three. I'm 26. I want to get married and have kids in the next couple of years. And I don't think anyone wants a pregnant woman running around a homecoming. Um, And honestly, (laughs) I don't want to be doing that either. I bear, I didn't do it when I was in university. So it feels out of place for me to be doing it now. So I would love to hire someone to take over my, the face of the brand in the next year or two, as I just feel like I'm growing out of it a little bit. I'm getting crow's feet. Um, And, or if someone wanted to buy the business off of me, that would be a great like transition as well, because I would love the brand to stay what it is. But I don't know if the brand is what it is because of me or because of the systems I put into it. So we'll see what happens long-term, um, with it, but I would love eventually to transition into something else. Um, not something I really talk about publicly, but in the last year or so I've really gotten into like plant based athleticism, um, and like the diet in general. And so I actually just registered for culinary school for vegan and vegetarian cooking. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Yes.
1: <laughs> 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 Those of us who live in the household, <laughs> <laughs> no, are everyone. experiencing vegan and vegetarianism, <laughs> which is actually spectacular, and we all know is good for us. But every so often, everyone needs a grilled cheese and bacon. No, they do. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> the one thing I wanted to interject. Oh, sorry, I was just. Can I
2: continue on that? Sure. Yeah. I would like to open, like, a plant-based restaurant one day is what I, where I was going with that point. I wasn't just getting on the mic to be like, hey, I'm a vegan. Um, but she's a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the point. I was saying in, like, five or ten years, I could see myself owning, like, a vegetarian restaurant or food truck or something
1: in that manner. Right. So what I was going to interject is... <laughs> Uh, Again, I may be very biased, but what I observe and what I really like about what you're doing and the path that I know you're on is that you have such an incredible skill set for everything that you do, whether it's your passion or your creativity or your talent or your marketing abilities, your speaking abilities, all those wonderful skills that you have that are going to be transferable to wherever or whatever business you take them to, yeah and really that's really gonna serve you well because you're in a military relationship yeah so you're probably gonna move i am probably several move. times yeah. in your life and you're gonna be successful regardless of where you are got it from my mama that's right <laughs> welcome
2: what
0: would be one thing that you could tell your 18 year old self now
2: I'm just trying to think what even my 18 year old self was doing. Just so I was in
0: yelling about cheerleading or something. I right, was I was just, in, I was just like Niagara I have Falls. to
2: land yeah. my standing tuck. I if swear I don't, if
0: I don't get these new shoes
2: <laughs> or whatever
0: for the cheer competition, <laughs> yeah. everything is going. My to My infinities
2: shit. are like really yeah. ripping. Yeah. <laughs> true. No, I was in first or second year of university when I was 18. Um, still, cheering. still cheering. I shouldn't have been, but I was. Um, and I was very passionate about the idea of working in sports um whether at the time I was very focused on working in extreme sports whether it be NASCAR or X Games or IndyCar and I I was very blessed to get the opportunity to work in that industry um I don't I don't know what I would say that like I'm like I was so career driven and so focused at that time for a career that I'm not even in now that I would maybe say, Hey, like, chill out, relax. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like maybe like relax a little bit, enjoy university more, enjoy being 18 because before you know it, you're going to be 26 in a pandemic. pandemic. Um, Oh, (laughs) I didn't tell myself to invest in zoom.
0: (laughs) Oh, I would have done that as well.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah. but yeah, just honestly relax, enjoy university, take it day by day. I was like really keen on university still I'm now and just going on like spontaneous adventures and being at Brock, I'm so close to the border. I would just probably tell myself to do more of that. You don't need to take an internship every single semester of university, but who knows? Like I'm sure all of those things led to exactly where I am now. So I wouldn't change anything. I would just tell myself to maybe like loosen up a bit. yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not so serious. It's right. not so serious. You're going to be heat pressing t-shirts in a basement. With Sean's college roommate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With your university <laughs> friends. Like, yeah. 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 So.
0: What would be one thing you would change about the past two years if you could do it differently?
2: I don't know. I really enjoyed like my journey. I was took advantage of the fact that I was laid off from my corporate sports job in Toronto to do this full time. Um, so I'm really happy with how it's all turned out. I would say maybe find a space, a bigger space, because I don't think I realized how fast it was going to grow and how big it was going to grow. I started this two and a half years ago in my basement apartment kitchen in Etobicoke, um, heat-pressing shirts with an iron
0: like I remember the first one you got backwards. That was fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: the first t-shirt I ever pressed was, I was trying to make myself a shirt that said smad on it. And I didn't know how to use, at the time, It was I was just using transfer paper to learn. And I didn't know you had to print it in reverse. So when it came out, it was backwards. And I had this yellow t-shirt that said smad backward. It was like mirrored. Um, So I've definitely
0: D-A-M-S-S. learned. D-A-M-S. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've definitely
2: yeah. learned a lot S. over the last... Yeah two or so years um but i would probably just give myself some space to grow um and th- i was in a really great house last year with my boyfriend and if i could do anything differently i probably would have stayed there and renovated the basement into a full like workshop
0: well so Matt, i think we've covered a lot of your uh, stuff that you know will c- you know you typically hear questions about and stuff but uh Maybe you can uh, answer these five questions because I have always five questions that I've got. So what's your favorite book?
2: My favorite book? Um, I just read Atomic Habits, which pro- it's probably not my favorite book ever, but it's the first one that's on my mind. It was a really great bro- book and I would recommend it to absolutely anyone. I don't really like like fiction. Like I like nonfiction books. So any, basically any self-help. All right. Favorite meal? Thing favorite meal um your buffalo cauliflower wrap nice. is really good perfect so he what he's good at it it is my favorite meal your favorite book, whatever book you wrote. Yeah. yeah yeah whatever you do did. it for daisy, for
0: daisy. <laughs> yeah. nice all right so no no so we've got your favorite meal your favorite book where's your favorite place for vacation
2: my favorite vacation we've ever been on was to salt lake city utah um, and I would love to go back awesome. to Salt Lake City and stay. We stayed at this amazing hotel that was like at the top of like basically the Olympic Village. Um, and yeah, Deer I, Park. Yeah, it was yeah, fantastic. Deer Park. The it was montage. Amazing. Yeah, it was cool. I would lo- I would Stairs definitely the like the to montage. do that. To yeah, this was sponsored by The Montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not. No, but, but go if they on. wanted to. Yeah. If they wanted to bring us back.
0: Yeah, well, I'll do I an episode take... from The Montage. Yeah, no problem. I would like that. Yeah, no. Okay, so and what's your favorite type of music you like?
2: sad coffee house. <laughs> Fantastic. anything by Ben Platt yeah like, I know you love it, Ben like Platt something that you can like scream sing to in your car maybe cry I don't know
0: alright and then my last one is uh, what's your favorite drink it can be alcoholic or not
2: uh, well I don't really drink alcohol so water I literally only drink water or red wine. So either... <laughs> so I'm <Water>. Jesus. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Fantastic. Yeah.
2: Um, when I lived in Toronto, they would, like, come over to my house and they would literally say to me, do you have anything in your fridge either than water or wine? Be like, no. Like, that's
0: yeah, really It was really weird. It was water... Yeah, okay. It was water, wine, and unleavened bread. I think she does.
2: (laughs) And now that I'm like dating an Italian, if I didn't drink red wine, it would just be blasphemous. So (laughs) just water, red wine.
0: (laughs) Well, that's great. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, uh, that's been another episode of the Family Business Podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, Stay tuned. Next episode, we're going to interview Sherry and uh, all the things she does with Stage 1 Real Estate.